Story twenty five of Maoriland Fairy Tales by Edith Howes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. Story twenty five The Great Bird of the Hills. A man named Po was caught in a storm and driven in his canoe far out to sea. He was alone. His single strength was not great enough to force the canoe back to land. The storm continued for several days driving him further every hour from his home. Half dead with cold and hunger and terror at his helpless drifting, he was flung up at last on a little island. Here he was found by some of the inhabitants, who took him to the king. The king treated him generously, providing him for many months with food and clothing and giving him a home in his great house but Poe longed always for his old home and his wife. His thoughts of them kept him most unhappy. Why are you sad? the king asked at length. I think of my wife and wish for her night and day, replied the man. If that is so, you shall return to her. Ah, I have longed to do so but you have no boats strong enough to cross that great stretch of sea nor could i ask your men to risk the dangers of the voyage true replied the king but i have a bird which will carry you across a bird he is never shown to strangers therefore you have not seen him said the king promise to step off his back the moment he shakes himself and i will lend him to you for your journey home but if he should shake himself above the sea he will not do that then i will promise gladly the king gave a loud call from the distance the great bird of the hills flew towards them so large he was that a man could sit on his back and be no burden. He will bear you across the sea and safely past the fierce goblin of your mountains, said the king. You must pass the goblin at the time of sunset. Once past him, the bird will shake his wings. You must at once descend from his back, that he may return to me while the goblin is still dazzled by the sun. Poe promised to do exactly as the king commanded. Two baskets of food were brought to him at the king's orders. Taking grateful farewell of the kindly monarch, he seated himself on the great bird's back and was borne high into the air above the sea. The strange voyage lasted for several days. Each night they rested on rocks whose heads stood out above the sea. Poe's baskets of food stood him in good stead. The bird fished from the rocks. At last they came in sight of Poe's own land. At the edge of the land stood the mountain where the goblin lived. The great bird hovered in the air, waiting for the time of sunset. When it came, the sun's rays shone full in the eyes of the seaward-gazing goblin, dazzling him. Then the great bird flew swiftly past, carrying Poe to safety. 
the goblin heard the stroke of the mighty wings but his eyes were blinded once safely past the great bird shook himself desiring to return while still the sun shone in the goblin's eyes but poe eager to reach his home forgot his promise to the king took no thought of the bird's danger a little further he said bear me a little further the bird flew on then shook himself again further yet said the selfish poe he forced the bird to carry him to his home carried to his very door poe stepped down to the joyful welcome that awaited him the great bird turned and flew with lightning swiftness for his home hoping yet to be in time to pass the mountain safely alas he was too late the sun had sunk the goblin could see again he threw a net over the great bird dragged him to his mountain killed him and ate him away in his island the king waited for the great bird to come back weeks passed something must have happened said the king a message came from the wind the great bird of the hills is dead the goblin of the mountains killed him grief and anger filled the heart of the king who will bring this murderous goblin here that i may punish him he cried the bravest of his warriors rose i will bring the goblin or die in the attempt he said the king called up a sea monster the warrior stood on its back and was carried across the sea to the land of po when we reach the land i shall step ashore said the warrior to the monster wait for my return as the land drew near he chanted spells to protect himself against the goblin's power when he sprang to land and climbed the mountainside it was night a red light shone from the open doorway of the goblin's house the warrior looked in the goblin's friends made merry with him in his house they are alike how shall i know which is the goblin i have come to seek the warrior wondered silently he remembered suddenly that he had once heard of the strange overlapping teeth of the goblin of the mountains when he opens his mouth to talk i shall know him he thought he entered boldly surprised the goblins tried their magic powers on him but his spells had made him proof against them he talked and made them talk but he could not discover the overlapping teeth i must make them laugh he thought he told them funny stories till they all laughed and the overlapping teeth gleamed out it is done said the warrior to himself he sang a soft-toned charm that sent them instantly to sleep standing over the goblin of the mountains he sang a second charm to make his sleep so deep that no movement would waken him then he searched for a big basket packed the helpless goblin in it and carried him down the mountain to the sea the sea monster awaited him stepping on its back with his sleeping burden the warrior gave command to return 
the goblin did not waken till the sea was crossed and the basket opened before the king there he was put to death for his cruel deeds the brave warrior was rewarded by the king as his courage deserved but never again would the great bird fly over the hills at his master's call End of story 25 Recording by Maria Brooke, New Zealand